All the way turned up. What's up, y'all? Respect the Chat Podcast, episode 44, the Pistol Pete episode. We're on the couch. Rich gave it over to me for one episode. I don't know why. Rich, why? I just feel like you should take it back for after today. Oh, really? Well, just for today. Okay. I, okay. I had a rough evening. Okay. <laughs> we <won't> a, g- <laughs> we'll get into that. We'll get no, into we that. won't get into the logistics <laughs> of it. Oh, okay, yes. We will get into that. Right, okay. But we're doing a little different tonight. We are. This is straight after the Super Bowl. Yes, it so is. So we're getting our, sh- our, our like immediate, you know, look at this game, and we're going to discuss it. And Right, so if we babble... For four hours. <laughs> That's why. That's definitely what it is. And by the way, you're absolutely batshit crazy if you think that I'm cutting that first part out of the uh That's staying podcast. in. Oh, I was just getting the lungs warmed up. Yeah, the the listeners are gonna hear you warming up the lungs. <laughs> all the way turned up. I'm all the way turned up anyway because I wanted Tom Brady to win essentially. I knew in my heart that's why I wanted to win. So I'm happy he won. Thirteen to three, low scoring game. I wonder when the last Super Bowl was like that. Had to be a while, right? We don't have a stats guy yet on respect to chat. We could just <laughs> send kick, in your resume. We <laughs> kick that too. We are taking resumes for guys who want to sit behind a computer and just give us the stuff that we throw out there, but can't back up. It's right then and there, though. But we speak from experience, right or wrong. No, <laughs> nothing. Oh, this is gonna be a weird one. Nothing at all. Well, you can't hear what he's saying. Belichick is doing the. Um, post game interview right now. He's got to be saying, "Well, we're the best team. We, you know, do what we do. We stop them from doing what they do, and we won." And the answer right now, he's saying, and the answer is, "Yeah, sometimes it gets tiring, literally carrying this whole team on my back and bringing them to all these Super Bowls." Ah, uh, you're crazy. Tom Brady is the man. The mo- I, I think Tom Brock ahead, Rich. No, I was just looking. Uh, I'll be the stat guy for right now. Nice. The last Super Bowl. That was low scoring was when the Patriots beat the Giants February 3rd. Did they beat the Giants? Yeah. No, I, don't, I, don't th- I, th- I thought why they were 0 for 2 against no. the Giants. But why is it saying 17 14 then? Super Bowl 42. Maybe it's the other way. Maybe, Maybe the Giants won that game. Right. Oh, yeah. I'm looking at it wrong. I'm sorry. I was looking at uh, points up. What the heck? All right, what's yo. How about this, Patriots? Is this gonna be put on right, like right away, Frank? We're gonna upload this. Yeah. Okay. Um, Patriots, four hundred and seven yards total. Rams, two hundred and sixty. You didn't think that that was gonna happen, right? Talk about how good. Talk about how good the Ram, um, the New England defense looked to you tonight, Frank. Yeah, they did everything they had to do. Constant pressure. Great. The secondary was absolutely phenomenal the whole game, even when. Uh, their key secondary player went down. I thought they still held together extremely well. They did exactly what they had to do. And and uh, the Rams kind of put a monkey wrench in what the Patriots like to do, it, which is like before the snap adjustments, they were coming out after um, Belichick was allowed to talk to the defense because mm-hmm. he's not allowed to communicate them via headset. I think it's um, 15, 15 seconds. seconds. Yeah. So the Rams didn't even break the huddle until 15 seconds Right. to try to throw them off, and it just didn't work. It was a perfect game plan. All the players executed perfectly. So mm-hmm. the defense looked phenomenal. I thought the defense for the Rams looked really good also. I mean, how much you want them to do? 
Not enough pressure on Brady though, right? Turn no, them over I thought once. there was. I thought there was enough pressure. I mean, okay. they held him to three points all the way until the fourth quarter. What else mm-hmm. could you ask? Yeah, as defense. A, as a t- I think they played g- good team defense, you know. But I don't know if the rush was what they needed in order for them to really win, you know. Obviously, maybe – I mean, the run game was great for the Patriots. The run game for the Patriots this game was phenomenal, right? That was key. They had 154 rushing yards, the Patriots. The Rams had 62. Where did Todd Gurley go, Rich, is what I want to know. I don't know. I didn't, something's going on with him that we don't know. Uh, we were talking while we were watching the game. Maybe, you know, there's a little bit more uh, bigger issue with his knee or whatever, mm-hmm. and they just don't want to take the risk. And C.J. Anderson's been playing out of his mind his whole postseason. Mm. But uh, something was going on there. They had to give him – they had to do something better on that offense. But, you can, like, like we were saying last week, the Patriots and Belichick, you know, when they have, when they have time to game plan against a team, mm. they break it down and they know exactly what to do. And – this was an offense all year long that was putting up points. This offense was very creative, and they put three points up, you know? Like, that's, that's not how I thought this game was going to go at all. No, I definitely didn't either. Time of possession, the Patriots 33 minutes. Time of possession for the Rams 26 minutes. So that's right about there. The Patriots didn't dominate the ball like they usually do. Um, Brady threw a pick. Goff threw a pick. Is I mean... Red zone. None of these teams got in the red zone, which is pretty crazy. Um, the, um, I mean, the uh, Patriots got in once. They were one for one. The Rams zero oh for zero. Oh. You can't win a Super Bowl by never getting in the red zone. And the the fact that the Patriots only got in once, it, obviously it was a defensive battle. I think both defenses played really well. I think the Patriots defense played even better. Frankie pointed out during the game how good. And also how underrated Patrick Chung is, which I totally agree with. Patrick Chung is a great safety for the Patriots. He broke his arm during the game, so our thoughts and prayers are with you, Patrick. Man, you you killed it. But at the same time, the Rams needed to do more on with the run game. And like you said, there's something going on with his knee, maybe. Or and You'll CJ find and, out after right and now because I don't think they wanted teams to. To know that they weren't going to use him, mm. you know, because it's just another thing, another one thing less to game plan for, you know. But they they said it's the same knee that he tore in college. So something's going on. He tweaked it, and, and they just don't want to take the chance. They know they're going to be just mm-hmm. as good next year. It's not yeah. like they're losing any key players. So, And I don't think they want to risk their main guy going down for a whole year. What do, what, what do you guys think about Jared Goff's performance? Do you think? He still needs some more experience. I, I feel like I feel like he wasn't himself tonight. I think it's to be expected. I think yeah. I think you seen like I think like feel, like if you looked at this with a clear head, it went how it should have went. It was an inexperienced head coach and an inexperienced quarterback going up against the most experienced head coach and the most experienced quarterback. And when it's a defensive battle like that, they're going to find a way to somehow get it done over the inexperienced players, you know? Yeah. And, I, I, and that's exactly what happened. They found a way to win because they've been here before. Exactly. I, I agree exactly what you're saying there. You got an input on that, Mike? Yeah. Jared Goff, I think he's a great quarterback, and he had a great year. And I remember earlier in the year and on the podcast that we recorded, I said that, like, Jared Goff would be one of the guys that I would want to be my quarter, you know, that is one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL right now, and I still stick to that. I think your guy had a great year. 
I think the guy played really well throughout the playoffs. He, you know, got to a playoff game against a team that game planned really well for them, and the defense showed up like like they needed to in the Patriots, and it just didn't go his way. I think Cooper Cup is like Julian Edelman is to Brady. I think if he had Cooper Cup more, especially in these playoffs, that would have been his guy to hit and hit on those crosses and those drags, keep the drive going down the field, and then get the run game going a little bit more. The, as man, many weapons as the Rams have, right, which we've talked about all year, and Goff can get him to them, but but really, you know, one guy can make a huge difference, I think. I think losing Cup, I don't think that Cooks and Woods – Get it, get what they really needed, because really he had he had time tonight, you know he had time in the playoffs, and even as the year went on, he, I think he played a little bit, not as dominant. I'll just say that not as well as he did in the beginning of the year. Goff, so he definitely can improve. He definitely will improve, and the Rams are going to be really good. I think Sean McVay was really out of his wheelhouse in this game also, though, because Jared Goff depends a lot on Sean McVay's play calling, I think. Mm -hmm. And the play calling, I mean, you could say that about most teams that play the Patriots, but it wasn't there. It wasn't there at all. How many times did they run that play where they fake it to the wide receiver and run it up the middle? Yeah. I, I swear I saw that play at least 10 times, and they never gave it to the wide receiver in motion. It was like they, they didn't know what plays to call. Like, they were totally confused. So I, I think that was a big part of it also. The plays, the play calling wasn't there, I thought. I agree. I got another stat I wanted to talk about here. Uh, where'd it go? Jared Goff, this game, 200. And, no, I'm sorry. That's Brady. Goff, 198 yards and one pick, no touchdowns. And I take that back before what I said that the – that he had time. Uh, I, 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 got, I obviously got confused a little bit. Maybe been the 55 chicken nuggets I ate that <laughs> comatose me. Um, they, they had four sacks. He got sacked four times. They yeah. were Jared the Patriots Goff. were and pressuring pressured him. a lot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when he threw that pick, it was because a guy so was that, getting it and was, was in his face, and he right. threw it up, which was that's just a bad play. There was also a play in the first half where he was rolling out and he he. he uh, he he got away from two two defenders and then yeah. a linebacker came up and sacked him for like a 16 yard loss. Like you got to get rid of the ball in that situation. Don't put your team in a like a third and 26 or third and 20, whatever it may may have been. Yeah. But you know, I, I just feel like he was young. The pressure of the game got to him a little bit. They weren't able to do what they wanted to do mm -hmm. on offense. And once once that happens, you kind of your mojo goes down, you know, and like you're trying to figure out something that's gonna work. It's not working, and you're you're just in the biggest game in 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 football, and yeah. it's it's just tough to get to get something going. Yeah, I think the nerves. I I think that interception was more a bad throw than a bad like choice to throw that ball because. That, I feel like, is something you see on film. Like, if those two safeties are, are blitzing, because they were blitzing, like, nine people on that play. You know it's one-on-one -on -one with either Cooks or Woods. I forget who's out of there, but... He I underthrew mean, Cooks, though. Yeah, and most of the time, you have him one-on-one -on -one in, the, in the red zone. That's great. You're making that throw. You know what I'm saying? You know it's one-on-one -on -one out there. You throw the fade route, and Cooks or Woods usually comes down with that ball. Yeah, I mean... I there was, I, I think it might have been that same series where he threw that ball to Cook in the end zone and landed right in a like, perfect throw. 
landed right in Cook's arms, and he got hit by the safety, and he ended up dropping it. Yeah, I think that yeah. is m- the more important one of miss that Goff missed there. Well, he, he needed he needed to throw that. That wobbled. If it was a spiral and it was early, if it was earlier, he would have hit him. But he could have even made up for it. I think if he would have threw that thing. You're talking about two different plays. Yeah, we're talking about two. I'm talking about the one where Cooks was in the end zone. Yeah, I'm talking and about that too. No, no like he was in his about arms. The one that was late that je- that Goff threw late. Uh huh. And McCourty came over came and over, hit him. Yeah. He's talking about the one that landed in Cook's hands. He literally had it. He oh, caught okay, it. Okay. And it somehow fell. Yeah. Out. I think that one down the field that was that's on Cooks. The other one down the field, the bomb, he had him he had Cooks wide open in the end zone. Could have made up for it by throwing it bet on a spiral, but if he would have hit him earlier, he could have threw the same ugly wobbly ball and still would have got him. But didn't. There was you know what it is in the Super Bowl? There's misses and when you miss it's it hurts you. It could be the littlest miss because every single possession is huge. I believe that at one point the Rams had eight punts in a row. Wow. Um, which is pretty crazy, you but know. And in in the first half, I was at a Super Bowl party and uh I I didn't have the greatest opportunity to actually sit down and watch every single play. Mm-hmm. But from what I was seeing, you know, the Patriots were were kind of giving the Rams opportunities. You know, Brady threw that pick right away. They were punting. And, and and in the first half, didn't the Rams have a better field position? Like, they had better opportunities, and the Rams just couldn't get nothing going. And I said to my friend at the party, I said, listen, the Rams have to capitalize on this because if this is how this game is going to go, the Patriots are going to figure out a way to put up points, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's what ended up happening. In the second half, the Patriots found out a way to get more points, yeah. and they ended up winning. Me, ten, Julian Edelman, 10 receptions for 141 yards. And wins the Super Bowl MVP. That was my MVP. Him or Sony Michelle, but I think um, I think it was Julian. Missed first four games of the year, come back, win the Super Bowl, and win the Super Bowl MVP. That's good for him. Me and Frankie were saying we don't think that anyone really won the field position in the first half. Like it was, it went back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. No one capitalized on it. But you are right. They gave the Patriots the ball. I thought they should have took the ball. We talked about that last episode. So okay, but they Patriots drive down the field. It was a good first drive, and then and then and then he makes that he forces that throw. That's a forced throw. Nothing was there. Pick. They need to score there. You know what I'm saying? They need to either punch it in the end zone, or they need to make a field goal. What happened there? He missed the field goal. No, the what Patriots no, missed the field a, goal. That was a three That's and right. out. Pick. Yeah. Pick three and out. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then ridiculous. the Patriots went back down. Yeah, missed the field. Goal. I think they punt and then they missed the field goal. But yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like. The Rams had opportunities. Like Brady threw a pick. Yeah. They missed a field goal. You have to capitalize on one of them. Mm-hmm. Get some type of points, and they couldn't get any. That's what you know. That's what I was trying to get at in the first yes. quarter. Yes. But uh, uh, this kiss came through too. That this was the lowest scoring Super Bowl. Oh, it ever. was okay. Makes 16 sense. Sixteen total points. Makes sense. I'll tell you what. Um, Rich went to a Super Bowl party, a different Super Bowl party. Shout out to Jim. Um, our Super Bowl party consisted of me, Frankie, my dad, Allie, Rennie. Um, that was most of the day. And then when Rich finally came back, he brought 20, 30, 40, chick- 50. 50. 50 chicken nuggets and about six. Six McDoubles. McDoubles. See, I, I hooked you guys yeah, up. Yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah, and I, listen, I love Jim, and I, I'm happy he's a good friend of yours, and you got to see a telecon. Um, buddies, but um, never again. Yes, yeah, that's ne- that. That's that. Yeah, it, it was definitely a great party. <laughs> Thanks for having us, Jim. Right. I know you're listening, but uh, I can't, I can't, I can't go anywhere during the Super Bowl. Shout out to Jim. 
Shout out to Jim. Jim, we're gonna come over to your house. We're gonna take some pictures. Yeah, why don't y'all quickly when we're still talking about the Super Bowl? Let me ask one question first. Is this just a Super Bowl episode? No, no we got I, a lot to talk about. I got oh, some we do. basketball stuff. We're gonna oh, talk okay, about some okay. Then, all right, but we just—I just wanted to yeah. have us talk directly no, about like the it. game right afterwards. That's you know, up. be fresh on our memory. You were a little hyped, as we could tell in the beginning. Fresh with me all the way <laughs> turned up. I won five hundred. Yep. Nice. See, look at nice. Very nice. What was I gonna ask y'all though? Dang. See that that's the one you were talking about. Doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one down the middle of the field, wide open. Look at him. Oh my gosh. He could have thrown that two seconds earlier. Wow. See what I mean though? The like he Rams, had a two second the window. The Rams have had opportunities. Oh, that's what I wanted y'all to talk about. I want y'all to shout out your um your your your, your new venture. Our new our new venture? Yeah. For our photography. For our photography? Let the people know. Maybe these, maybe some of these people out there who listen to Respect the Chat, they also could support the uh, the other movement. The Respect the Chat crew is trying to make moves. No, we're we're just some motivated people over here. Got to. Does, really. Quick, quickly give a give us a quick. All right. Well, snippet. You can see how bad we are at promotion. By the Goodness way. Goodness gracious, <laughs> setting it up for these guys. I'm I might as well just do it. All right, go ahead. I don't. I can't. I don't got. Say what it's about. Far photography, right? Check 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 them out on Instagram. Yeah, hit us up or check out our page on Instagram. Mm-hmm. It's far photography, five seven zero. Nice. That's F A R photography, five seven zero. For all you go, your landscape photography needs. Yep. We Come just, on, yeah. We just the, live uh, in the Poconos, which is for the listeners that aren't in this area. Mm-hmm. We just have a like a lot of cool. Uh, Waterfalls, waterfalls, um, landscapes. Yeah, you know, uh, we we just been taking some pictures, just trying to spread our wings a little bit and try out different things. So we started a page. We're taking some cool pictures. So check out our page and give us some likes. Holler that man's out. Holler that man's out. Yo, this weekend I went to D.C., Washington D.C. Got to see my my big homie, my big brother, uh, Kenny. And Kenny is a is a Green Bay Packer fan, and. Nano and his brother and his brother Johnny was there, right? So Johnny's telling me how much he loves Aaron Rodgers, uh, and but Blasi, first of all, he's awesome. Does he Kenny love? Does Ken- he love? Does he love Aaron Rodgers as much as Tom Brady loves Robert Kraft? No, and we'll uh, get to that. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so at all. Okay, we'll have to post that yeah. on our our page. Yeah. Let's not get to that right now, though. <laughs> and Johnny is telling me he loves Tom Brady. Um, loves uh. Uh, um, that's Robert Kraft for last time, Brady. He, he loves Aaron Rodgers, and and Kenny is also a Packers fan. They both grew up in Wisconsin, Milwaukee, both born and bred. So they they come from the heart. And Kenny is telling me, "Yo, Aaron Rodgers, the most overrated quarterback." Uh, I'm like, nice, "Nice, bro, nice. You're a Packers fan, and you say that." He's like, "Yeah, man. He got one Super Bowl. He don't got his stats ain't as good as the rest of the guys. Blase, blase." And all that, whatnot. And and Johnny's like, nah, bro. You are selling our guy out. But Kenny's, Listen, Kenny's a far fan. Kenny's a far oh, fan. Yeah, you have to be. I was just going to say, yeah. if you're a Green Bay Packer fan, which I once was, because mm-hmm. I was jumping the bandwagon a lot when I was younger. Right. I was a Green Bay Packer fan. Mm. The only reason I was a Green Bay Packers fan was Brett Favre. Okay. You had to like that guy. Definitely. You know? Definitely. And um, Michelle, Kenny's um, lovely lady. She and and great, amazing, awesome friend of Corinne's and and mine as well. Um, it was her birthday, and we went out there to D.C. We went to the Wizards versus Bucks game. Awesome. Haven't been to a basketball game probably 
two years. When's the last time y'all were at a basketball game? Never. Frank? Um, never. What? We, we have to change that. We have to change. We'll go to Brooklyn. I'm not really interested. No? No. It's dope. Yo, let me tell you something. Yo, when one you time I had tickets to a Brooklyn Nets game. And, and then they it were go? waiting for me at the, uh, <laughs> what do you call that? I don't, at the boot, at like the at the box office. At there. the boot, <laughs> just walk in the boot and get them. Yeah, but I I didn't make it by halftime, and that boot closes at halftime. So oh my gosh! So hold up, I couldn't were, get in. So you went to the game and then couldn't get in. Yeah, we couldn't find parking. Dang! What? There's no parking at the Barclays Center. You got to find your own joint. Yeah, you got to get there way before the game. How long starts. were you driving around for? What time you left? Like <laughs> halftime, and then we were like, oh, guess we can't go. Oh Jeez. boy! Yeah, but great game. It's great game. It's a cool sport to see live. I got to see Giannis play. The Bucks played really well. Bucks had a great game. I had a great weekend. Got caught in a little bit of snow going down, but all good, all gravy. It don't matter. Love seeing Kenny and Michelle. Love meeting Kenny's brother. Um, that's what's up. I'm happy to be back and to be back on the podcast. And that y'all said y'all were gonna save it for when I got back. Um, what you got, Rich? What you got? You got an agenda, or you got anything to talk about? You say you got basketball. I got, what you got? I, I got a little notes, but okay. There was a question I was waiting to ask once we were kind of ask it dying down on the Super Bowl talk. Okay, but uh, I just feel like I have to ask it. Do you think this would have been more of an exciting game if the Saints were here? If the Saints were playing more, you had Drew Brees versus Tom Brady. I think it would have been more exciting if the Cowboys were playing. No, <laughs> that would have been think awesome. It, yeah, be, because then it's an experienced coach and quarterback that's been there before. I think it would have been a much more competitive game. Yes, I agree. I don't think, I don't think it was so much that Tom McShay, uh, Tom Todd McShay, Todd McShay, <laughs> who the that? Sean McVay, <laughs> Sean McShay, Sean McVay's inexperience. I don't think it was as much as that. I just think they play, they they played better. The Patriots adjusted better to what they were doing. The Rams had many opportunities to score, and they just didn't overcome what the so defense was doing. So did the Patriots. Doing. It was 3-3 three, three in the third quarter as anybody's game. Yeah. I'm just saying, I don't think it was the inexperience of the coach is what I'm saying. Yo, someone has to give Gronk some dancing lessons. Gronk, is, question, is Gronk going to, is the he, did he just play his last game? I think he might have. I, I, I just think he has too many, too many injuries, too many health issues. I mean, the guy has so much other things going for him. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised, but I won't. I don't know. That's I, I. I think it could be. Tom Brady, six Super Bowls, right? Yeah. Had an awesome year. Had a really good year. They I played. Had, he played in nine, one six. It's insane. That's Is insane. Tom Brady the best quarterback ever? Of course. Uh, this is this is tough for me. Best I, quarterback ever. I don't, I don't think so. Who's I, better? I Peyton think you Manning. have who? Peyton Manning. No way. Drew Brees, stat wise, I think is unbelievable. The things he done throwing like Brady's never really Brady's won championship. He knows how to win games. So that was that's what makes him great. Drew Brees is great because he was just a great quarterback, great stats, throwing for multiple touchdowns, yards every single season. So b- between those two, they're definitely the top two ever to play the game. Who's that? Breeze and, Breeze and Tom Brady. I mean, the guy won six Super Bowls. I think Bowls. Breeze is better than Tom Brady, too, but I think that Peyton Manning is the best quarterback to ever play the game. Now, like, because how smart he was at the position? Just the way he played the game. I think he, he like, almost created the no-huddle offense, calling the players at the line, crazy audibles, 
He had an amazing arm. You've seen him make plays that you couldn't believe, and he did it for so long. I just, me personally, I think he's the best quarterback of all time. I don't know. A lot of people they they judge this stuff off of how many rings you got, and this that's guy fine. has. I'm just saying, my person. This guy has rings on two hands. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's cool. And he's got seventy thousand career passing yards, five hundred seventeen touchdowns, ninety seven percent. Rating, are you are you looking rating. at are you looking at the list or you just looked up his stuff? I wonder where he is like on the all time uh, passing yards. Yeah, list. this is just his individual stats. I could see. We'll have to look that, that up. Yeah, not right now, but yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. have to look that up. I, I'm I'm interested to see where he's at. But uh, you don't you don't think if Peyton Manning and Drew Brees was on the Patriots all these years, they would have just as many Super Bowls as Tom Brady? I don't. I'm just I, saying I, I, we don't have to go into be, that means he, he's the best. I'm just asking your opinion. I don't. I don't know. It's a hard. That's a hard question. Yeah. Um. I'm. I'm asking. What I think, think they equally had. I think all three of those guys had opportunities to get as many as Brady's did and didn't capitalize. That's what I think. No, n- neither one of those guys was in nine Super Bowls. Well, that's what I'm saying. They had the opportunity. To to get they, in order to get there, Tom Brady does that all year long to help them get there. What I'm saying is that Breeze and well, those Manning, guys put up those numbers all year long too. Yeah, but they didn't have Belichick. Well, okay, well then that's what you're saying is the difference. But I don't think that I think I think what's his name is a, just as equally as a great coach, the Saints coach. Sean Payton. No, he's nowhere. You think Sean Payton is as good of a coach as Bill Belichick? He's Bill Belichick is the greatest coach of all time, and it's not even close. There's not even a close second. There's no one that it, you could even put next to him to debate it. Right, and that's that's what I'm. It, the, the combination he had the he had just as much opportunity to win games during the year to get his team in position to be in the playoffs and to win games, and they just didn't. It's a combination of the whole thing. I think they all equally had an opportunity. Obviously, they're really good teams. The Saints hasn't had a bad team in years, just as much as the Patriots and just as much as Peyton Manning went through. He always had a good team around him. He had an opportunity just as many times to get down there. We're equally as good as coaches Peyton and everything. really never had a – he had a few good teams. No, he had never a lot had, of good teams never had a Never had a good defense. Yeah, but he made up for it. He made up for yeah, it doing his thing. he made up for it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, though. But he didn't have a good team. He just made the team good. Well, maybe he didn't have as good of a defense, but he had better weapons around him than Brady played with no. during his career. Brady played with some excellent receivers. So did so did Peyton Manning. Yeah. So they're the same. If not anything, as many off- not as many Moss, good offensive Wes plays. Wes Welker, Julian Edelman, Gronkowski. I mean, Tom Brady's had some amazing da- weapons. Yeah, but Dallas Clark, Reggie Wayne, Marvin Harrison – and uh, Edron James, so he, they he, they got they got they got just as many, right? Edelman is not supposed to do what Edelman does. He made Brady made Edelman better than what Edelman could have been somewhere else. That's not fair to say. Edelman yeah. gets himself wide open. Well, okay. Well, then it, it's that is it Edelman? Is it is it Belichick? There? I, listen, I love Edelman. Absolutely, I don't love think him. it's Edelman, and he, I don't think it's Tom it, Brady. I think it's Bill Belichick. I think you said it, but I've been saying that. 
I think I just think they all had equal opportunities. So that's a hard question for me to answer. But that's not what I asked you about equal opportunities. I you was said, just asking if Drew Brees was on the Patriots, the, do you think that he gets six Super Bowls? I I think I don't so. know. The way I answer that okay. though is I, I say think I think so. they all have equal opportunity to get to that point. So if he they could have had six if they would have won. They just didn't win when it came down to it. So that but that's then, not, no, I'm just saying put just Drew Brees yes. on the Patriots all those years. So Do I you think, think he gets six Super Bowls? I think it's no. a combination. Yeah, no. I think so. So I, I just think it's I a think combination. I think Brady's the best. The best preparer, the best guy in when he gets into the game, the most knowledgeable, and he it's he has more things than those guys have when it comes down to the games to win. Maybe he doesn't have the stats like they have, but when it comes down to winning games but and winning the mentality of winning thing. games – no, he it, he gives them a whole nother advantage than anybody else does, than the other guys do. He prepares way different than everybody else. To me, he does. I mean, to me, he's I, like Kobe. To me, he's like Mike. The way they prepare is like un, un, they, they obsess over it, and they become perfect at it over and over, and then they execute. No, I, I agree. I mean, I think he's a great a great quarterback in that aspect. But I also think that, with Bill Belichick as that coach, if he would have had Peyton Manning or Drew Brees, like what Frankie's trying to get at, I, I feel like that team still would have been able to win six Super Bowls just because those are good quarterbacks. And they, they prepare well. They, they have good heads on their shoulders. I just think, to, to what Frank's question was, I think those, those other quarterbacks could have won six Super Bowls. What about if with Tom Brady was with the Saints or the Colts during that time or the Broncos? During Peyton's time of winning, you think he could have? I think he would have just got a couple to us. Whatever they like, had. Yeah, I think one? it would have been. Yeah, just, whatever just be, they had. Just because Peyton has because, two. Peyton has two, and Breeze has one. But here's the thing: because he's a great quarterback, just yeah. like they are. But he was never. They were never on a team that could take him take that whole team to the next level like the Patriots were. And also, it's our dynasty. Let me tell you something. Also, is that Tom Brady didn't always have Gronkowski. And he 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 had Randy Moss for what three years, two years out of all the all his years. There is one guy that he has always had though, Bill Belichick. Yeah, we yeah I know that I get that I get that. That's all that matters. You, yes. You're not giving the guy enough credit. The guy no, goes no, out there and are. actually throws the ball. We are we are giving him credit. We're saying he's a great quarterback. No, but you're he's saying, saying, saying that two other guys could have stepped in and done I the think, same thing. I think he's number saying, no. I think he's number three. But I don't think he's better than Bruce, Breeze or Peyton Manning, in my he, opinion. He has 10,000, 9,000 less yards, and he's not done yet. 9,000 less yards than, um, what's his name? Than Pey- uh, yeah, wait. No, 10,000. 10,000 less yards than Peyton Manning has, and he has five more Super Bowls, and he's not done yet. Again, though. The Super Bowl thing is a team stat, and the yards thing is an individual. Okay, stat. listen, who gets who gets the brunt? You, I just feel like you, you're not giving the quarterback enough credit right now. As much as you guys love the quarterback, and now it's when it's about Tom Brady, it's like, wait a second, hold on, because they the quarterback when they lose is the quarterback's fault. When they win, it's the quarterback's fault. It depends on the performance in the game. If the quarterback throws for 150 yards in a game and three picks, and they lose. That's on the quarterback. Okay. And, I mean, I just said Tom Brady's the third best quarterback of all time. It's not like I'm saying he's bad. Yeah. We, or we, it's we, just because of agree. the team that he wins Super we Bowls. We agree he's great. No, he's okay. one of the best quarterbacks of okay. all time. I just th- don't think that he's better than those two guys. And I and I think that if those other two guys were on the Patriots, 
they would have been just as good with Tom Brady because it's Belichick just gets that team to play under him. He doesn't care who the heck you are. If you mess up, he's, he's putting you on the bench. He has that team to where they play their roles, they do what they're supposed to do, and that's why they win all the time. They know there's no drama in New England, none at all. You have there's no any- drama in New Orleans. There was no drama with any of the teams that Peyton Manning played for. There was never drama. Guys had equal opportunities, is what I'm saying, and great coaches. Okay, but he never had a good defense, uh, you, you could say. Who? First of all. He had it in Denver. And they won the Super Bowl. Once. Okay. In four years. Okay, and the, and, and to be uh, and that defense won that Super Bowl for Peyton Manning. Okay, so it wasn't even Peyton Manning. was nowhere near where he was. Okay, where, so it wasn't even Peyton Manning. So Tom Brady would have maybe won two of them. They were in two of them. How many was he in, Peyton Manning, with the Broncos? Two, right? One, one, lost one? Yes. Maybe Brady wins both of those. And he was in two with a good defense. Peyton Manning was in four, and he only won two. (sighs) Come on, B. But listen, it was just a question as if one of them were on the the Patriots. Long time ago, I just seen this this week, honestly. Long time ago, I don't know who did it, but did it behind the scenes on the Patriots. And one scene they showed um, Belichick and, and Tom Brady, both in the room, the coach's room. I wish I could see this interview coming up. The coach's room, uh, breaking down film. They were playing the Ravens. They were going to play the Ravens. And they Belichick was like, I don't know how we're going to stop Ed Reed. What are we going to do about Ed Reed? Because Ed was the one that they were like very concerned about. They knew the other guys were good, and Ray obviously was on the team, but particularly they wanted – and Brady, Brady's like, he breaks it down for him, and he's like, all right, that's exactly what we'll do. Takes the notes. He's like, yeah, we'll go to the next minute. Brady breaks down just as much as Belichick does, and you don't even realize it, how much he's breaking the game plan down and put, and implementing it, along with Josh Daniels as well. He's in input just as much. You don't think all these other quarterbacks in the NFL do the same thing? They obviously are not doing at his level is what I'm saying. All of the top quarterbacks are doing that. I don't think they're doing that at his level. All the top quarterbacks of all time are absolutely doing that. Peyton Manning called his own plays. He was his own offensive coordinator. That's fine. That's fine. So th- there's no way that he's not game planning with them. He's literally calling his own plays. It's it's a it's a great. I I don't I just I don't like the question of like what if if this guy was yeah, in that I guy's mean, spot and what obviously and obviously these questions go both way. But it's also just like like a. A way to get us talking. You got to give Brady a, a, more credit. A, 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 a way is to what give I'm saying. And, Be- and Belichick, and about the equal amount of credit. Give him, give him more credit, Brady. The other guys were in good positions, were good coaches, were good players around them, and good opportunity. But not like the Patriots. Those other teams are not built like the Yo, Patriots. It, it, not one, at all. One thing Brady's whole close. thing is he never had the receivers or the running back. Never had a running back either. Like like uh and like um the the Colts had. And and like the Saints had, and the Colts had like the worst defense for years. The Patriots had all due to nobody ever knew who they were on defense, yeah, and they, they just all showed up. Great for they, that team because yes. Belichick knew how to get them open. You don't think that Sean Payton got his guys open and they wanted to play for him and that they loved to play for him? You don't think he figured out the defense loved playing for Again, him? Again, Sean Payton is not the coach Bill Belichick is. He's I'm just, just telling not. you by the by by the. I feel like they got the same amount of knowledge. And they got the same amount of way to motivate the team to play for them. And they both got great quarterbacks. There's just something great 
about Tom Brady. I can't believe you're comparing Tom Brady and Bill, Bill Belichick, who won six Super Bowl, were in nine in 17 years, uh, 18 years, nine Super Bowls in 18 years, and you're telling me that these other quarterbacks and other coaches are just as good, and they made it to one, maybe two in that no, time No, I'm frame. telling you that Tom Brady and Bill, Bill Belichick are great. Yeah, that's what we're saying. That's exactly what we're saying. That's exactly what we're saying. No, 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 no. What you're saying is this, is that these other guys, this is how this conversation started. These other guys could step in and do just the same as Tom Brady did. We're not arguing with Bill Belichick did. I'm not saying these guys, though. I'm saying two, I'm saying Peyton Manning and Drew Brees. Those yeah, those no, are definitely all-time yeah. great quarterbacks. I, 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 and my argument back is that I think they had the just as much of opportunity and didn't capitalize. No way. Okay. <laughs> There's no way. Yeah, the, this the Patriots, team, are, the New England Patriots, have been a dynasty nine, for ten they years. Win Super Bowls. With, they win with guys that nobody else. Okay, could, right. Definitely. That, that's what makes them great. Okay. That's what makes them great. But if you have superstars like the Saints. And the Colts had really good players. That doesn't mean you, you have a better team. You should win too, though. No. You should win too. No. Why? Definitely not. Why? So that's what I'm saying. Like, these wide receivers were put on this super great team, right? And they played phenomenal. Right. So if you would have put a, a, but they didn't win. a top but they wide didn't receiver win. on there, they would be really good, right? Yeah, of course yeah, they won. Yeah. They won yeah. with the Patriots with, with just regular wide receivers. I'm just saying the opportunities are the same. The opportunities and a for regular these quarterback. <laughs> All right, whatever. Next topic. Y'all two talking <laughs> circles, bro. We're and not, then you say, no. the, then you say I stick two, to my point the whole no, time. No. I, yes. It's fine. Okay. I stuck to our point. You're not giving Tom Brady enough credit is what I'm I saying. I said he's the third best quarterback of all time. How much credit you want me to give him? Because he's the best. He's not. He's got six Super Bowls. He's got eight appearances in the Super Bowls. All team stats you just pointed out. They're not team stats. They're just as much quarterback stats, though. He's got 61,000 yards throwing the ball. He has 500-plus touchdowns. He's, He's putting up the stats, too. He's doing his thing. He's doing what he needs to do is what I'm saying. Next topic. <laughs> would you would, a- by the I, way, you asked me who I thought was the best quarterback of all time, and I told you, yeah. and then you yelled at me for No, it. I didn't yell at you. I'm just <laughs> telling you. I don't think those guys I, I love think this I love in. when we get Mike all riled up. <laughs> you don't even know this guy. That's a great beard he's got. Julian you want to talk about the Knicks trade and whether you think it was a good idea or not? Because I got some stats on that trade. I think it was I think it was a terrible idea. Really? I mean Terrible in in uh, that the this is why I think it's terrible. I look at it for two ways. It's terrible that the Knicks haven't re-signed a number one, uh, a, a first round draft pick. Haven't re-signed the first round since draft Patrick pick. Hewing. Right. So that's the that kills me. So now we lose on a guy that maybe we could have picked somebody else. Whatever. Um, the other part is I think it's a good idea. I guess because I don't think this guy really wants to play for us. And they have two max slots open and it opens up two max slots. But I think this guy, if he would have came back, he was playing, he played really good before he got hurt. He played really well. I think he could have other guys that, you know, come there if he would have got healthy. And that's a seven foot guy with a with a catastrophic knee injury, though. I mean, does he ever play the yeah. way he does? Yeah, he's going to play again. I think that no, I, I know he's going to play again, but is he the same? I think he could adjust his game. He's a guy that his game isn't on, built on explosiveness. It's all it's all like skill and finesse and 
Now they got Luka Dantich. They got Porzingis. And they got Nowitzki there mentoring these guys. I love that move for Dallas. Oh, yeah. I think it's a great move for Dallas. But after looking at it for the Knicks-wise, like like Frankie was saying, you're opening up room for two max contract next year. You know, if you by you keeping Porzingis, the odds of you getting another playmaker to come over to play with him was going to be hard because he sat out a whole year. You, you only got a little glimpse of what he could do, which was good. He played really well when he was playing. Mm. But I, I just feel like getting rid of him, now the Knicks are all in. They're going to make a big push to try to get a couple of these guys during the offseason. And imagine Zion Williams going there, playing with Durant, Kyrie Irving, mm-hmm. or, or, or even Kimball Walker and Durant, or Klay Thompson and, and – uh, There's uh, a good chance they get R.J. Barrett or Williamson. You know what I'm saying? Like, So – I. I, I think I, I think the Knicks are, are just betting on the future now, right now. And mm-hmm. I think they're going to be able to get these guys. It's New York. Like we said, like people like to play in New York. I feel like... Do I feel they, like though? I, I don't I, I think, think that so. still holds up. I think so. Because people have been saying that for years. But like even with the Yankees, like people, people want to go to L.A. They don't want to come to New York. But here's I, the thing. LeBron's in L.A. now. And no one's going to go to... like. When's the last time a huge free agent went to New York? Besides Giancarlo Stanton, which was like a an okay um, one. Yeah. Amari Stoudemire was Carmelo. before him. Yeah, Carmelo. that's a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, it is a long but time ago. But here's the thing. The East ago. is open. New York could be the top team but in the But there's other East. places to it go. Could be, it could be the old New York Knicks in the basketball. A dominant team. Imagine Durant being the king of New York or Kyrie Irving being a king of New York, the king of the East. I mean I don't think the king of New York is what they're looking for though. I think if the if the Knicks get players it's because the team is promising for the future. They get Williamson and, and people see that they could win there. I don't think people care about playing in New York like that anymore. Yeah, I was having this conversation with Kenny and I think New York has lost its aura of drawing people there based on, like, yo, you could play in New York. I agree with you, Rich, in the sense of, like, New York, you want to be the king of New York. You want to have the guy that brings the Knicks back, gives them the rebirth, is their savior, brings the garden back alive, and is in the, makes the East dope again. I agree with that. But I don't know if the selling point, if they could sell it anymore. Like, yo, we'll come play in New York. People obviously don't want to. The tax I, is crazy. The mm-hmm. cost of living is crazy. I think the pressure is huge, too. That if you don't have, you have two bad games in a row, battling back from what this media is going to do to you is, like, brutal. And I don't think everyone is built for that either. But I think now they can have two max contracts. And if they can get one of these young kids... I don't know. I, hopefully, that it's 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 a it's a lottery, so it's not as though they're guaranteed. You know, they can get anywhere from one to six. The six guy isn't going to be the guy you want. You got to go one through five or one through three to have one of those guys, and then match him up with two dudes like maybe Durant and Kyrie. That's the well, ideal. Four, That's like, the really ideal. Good though. players coming right? out, right? Do we agree with that? That's yeah. the ideal. Yeah. Durant, Kyrie. R.J. Barrett they or Williamson. They want a top three pick. Yeah, and Cam a top Reddish three pick. Or yeah. the, who's the other guy? Um, Reddish, Zion, that dude, John ja Morant, and, yeah. and there's, I think the and, – and, oh, you said Reddish. And R.J. Right? Barrett. Right, and R.J. Barrett, right. You want those four, one of those four guys. Or, like you said, maybe it's Kimball Walker and Durant. Maybe it's Clay. I don't think it's Clay Thompson. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think so. I, I don't want to put him in there. Um you know, Kawhi Leonard is possible at the end of this. Uh, yeah, maybe. He I think he to wants to play LA, in though. L.A., though, yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. I, I, I mean, w- w- give me one benefit of them keeping Porzingis, though. I think if he would have got healthy, they could have attracted another max player. Like who? Like Kyrie. Who's from the, the missing, New York? Who's from the Who's from the metropolitan the area? Is Kyrie? I, 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 if he's only if Porzingis comes back healthy, if he could play, which I think he could. So I think you adding, think so. You're saying Kyrie and Porzingis mm-hmm. together, just those two, and no, and then the draft pick, the draft pick, yeah, the top three. It's got to be a top three or four. All right, draft now, pick. So, so do so, I think it's as good as it could be with Kyrie Durant? And in the top three, no, I agree okay. with that. But because Duran is a better player than Porzingis, you know. But I think they could play really well and win a lot of games in the East with Porzingis, Kyrie in a top three. I listen, Porzingis never was. I, I was never a huge fan, and I'm a Nick fan. I was never a huge fan of him, so I'm not. I wasn't attached to him, so him going is not a big deal, you know. I, I don't mind that. Um, it's gonna be, man. I just want. I would love two Max guys to come to New York. It's going to happen. And, I'm and get you, a top three. The Knicks are going to make a push to try to get these guys. I hope so, man. I, I would love to see them. I would lo- You see Kyrie playing the garden and give his dad the jersey? Yeah. And he said after the game, it's good to have my family here. Yeah. To be able I, to come to the game. I, I think, think he's coming. Nick. I think he's coming. I, I, and maybe AD. Maybe you get... Kyrie, uh, Anthony Davis. AD's going to LA, I think. I don't know. He's bro. not a free agent this year. No, they gotta trade him. They gotta he, make the he trade. He already for made him. a comment that says that whatever team he goes to, it's gonna be a one year deal because he wants to go to I LA. I wanted to ask you about that also. In twenty twenty. Would you do would you do this if you were the Knicks? Would you say to would you say, listen, come over w- they'll trade their number one draft their their first round draft pick, the Knicks, this year. First round draft pick for Anthony Davis, and you sign him to the extension. That's not even an option because Why? did you see what the Lakers offered for yeah. Anthony Davis? Oof. Yeah, yeah. It the was whole, they got a whole new squad back. It was Ball, yeah. Kuzma, Rondo, Rondo, some other guy, uh, and a first Beasley round pick. Beasley. and a first round pick. Yeah, the Pelicans didn't even answer them. Yeah, because I don't think I don't. But a, a first round pick allows them to restart. With one of their own guys who are going to be a superstar again, if they didn't want a full they still team, got a that's what makes pick, me plus all those people. Yeah, but the Lakers' first round pick is not going to be the Knicks' first round pick. The Knicks' first round pick is going to be a top five pick, top six pick or so. You know what I'm saying? The Lakers' first round pick is good. Is is going to be? It, it may not be. It may be late, super late. And do you want Ball? Do you want Rondo back? They just had Rondo a year ago, two years ago. He was there. Um... Do you want Kuzma? Do you, you Beasley? You're not going to use Beasley, so that trade is really for Ball and Kuzma, is what I think, and the first round pick. And they feel like they, I feel like they can get a better pick with the Knicks. Maybe they get Zion. Maybe they get R.J. Barrett, and they start they started again. You know, in the, in that direction. They want a lot for AD. They're not going to just do it for. A first they want round a draft pick, pick though. Yeah, they, they want a draft pick, but they want other guys. They want. They were getting other guys. They were getting Kuzma. They wanted and they were getting Ball. They wanted Kuzma, Ball, and the, Ingram. I can't believe the Lakers wouldn't give up um, Ingram. I think they're silly getting rid of Kuzma. I know. Yeah, no, keep I, Kuzma, I know, get rid of Ingram. I know, like. I, That's but, not going to work but, either. Yeah, I the think. Pelicans want all three. So. I don't know if they do. I, I, I was just shocked. I mean, I mean, it makes sense that Kuzma's name was in there. But I was just shocked that they didn't attempt to at least put Ingram in first. 
see what they offered, and then offer Kuzma. But they went straight to Kuzma and kept Ingram. I, if I was a Lakers, I would keep Kuzma. I'm a big fan of him. I think he's going to be a great player in the NBA. The thing is that nobody says anything about this. And now those guys hear this, and now they got to go back and play for the Lakers after they just wanted to trade them. I get it's a business, but now you got to go report back to the arena like, okay. How do you feel about the Anthony Davis thing, though? He He – Demanded a trade publicly, right, which was illegal, and he got fined for it. Mm -hmm. But not only did he do that, but then he publicly came out and said that if he got traded to any team but the Lakers, it would only be for a year, and then he was going to leave. So basically what he's doing is he's making his value to any other team worthless so that they could only trade him to the team that he wants to go to. It's basically like the Kawhi Leonard thing that happened a year ago. Mm -hmm. But how do you feel about a player doing that? Like he's decreasing his value – with his organization to go anywhere else. Do you think that they should have that much? Well, didn't he get in trouble for that? Well, I he mean, got fined 50000 because you can't publicly request a trade. That 50000 they said it broke down that he makes that in six minutes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the first six minutes of the game, he pays it, and he obviously it's like nothing. But I think that he should be able to say, like, listen, I don't think this team is headed in the right direction. The, the the thing is is that his extension was going to come up at the end of this year and they were going to they had a team that can give him the max amount of money i think it's like 50 more million than anyone else could even get i mean anyone else can give him he can get like a he could be the max player there he's he's letting them know early like yo i don't have any plans on being back here i'm not going to sign the extension this is going to come out eventually whether it comes out now and he gets the fine and they start working on the trade or it comes out when it comes to time at the end of the year, and he's like, yo, by the way, I'm not signing the extension. So it's going to come out anyway, just about when it does. So he looks bad because it comes out now. But I think he should have the right to say, like, listen, I'm not going to be here. This is my decision. You guys are not headed in the right direction, and this is where I want to go. And if I go anywhere else, I'm letting you know right off the bat, don't waste your time with me because I'm gonna, then I'm going to get even more of a bad rap when you trade me to Chicago, and I'm going to bust out of there anyway. But now and it's I get another bad rap. way harder to trade him. Yeah, I know it makes because it way harder to trade him. Because even with the Lakers, the Lakers are like, we don't even have to give up all these people because we'll just wait a year and sign them. Okay, so then the option is don't. Then you tell your agent, let's just say nothing, and then when it comes to the, the end of the year, we'll just we'll just say we're not we're not signing the extension. What I think he's just or doing. You, like request a trade with them, and you don't let it go out. Like that's with not the gonna front, happen with the yeah. front office. Yeah, you let them know that you're not going to sign, and you want to trade. Right. I think that comes out anyway too, though. That's a report. Then someone's like, "Reporting is from Anthony Davis wants to get traded." It comes out whether you tell them front office or whether your agent comes out and says it. It's going to come out. I think the crazy part is that this, obviously this guy Rich Paul is the agent for a lot of dudes. He's an agent for LeBron. And now it's the only team that he wants to go to AD is the Lakers. What do the Lakers do if they accept that trade? They have no they, – they're trading both of their point guards. No one thought about that? Right. That's what I'm saying. What do they do all about putting the team on the floor? They have enough <laughs> players? I don't even know. Would they have enough guys? LeBron and AD versus everyone? LeBron is hurt also. I know. He didn't play the other, uh, last night. I want to talk the, about that the also. Warriors. So – I think AD has the right to say it. I think that they should trade him. He obviously puts them in a bad position. It's all around a really tricky situation. He puts them in a bad position because now it's like, well, I'm only giving you one option. So he, they're probably like, okay. So then, But I'm not going to be pressured 
into doing what you want me to do. So I think what New Orleans should do is just trade him anywhere. If anyone wants to take a a, a shot on him, because there's going to be a team that wants to take a shot on him. Just like there's a team that wants to take a shot on Jimmy Butler and Kawhi Leonard but they don't have and to Paul do it this George. Year. They could do Three it next teams year. did it. Three teams did it. Do you think Paul George one paid off for the Oklahoma City? Do you think the Kawhi Leonard one's going to pay off? Do you think he's going to re-sign Toronto? No. no. Do you think there's any shot? Yeah. Slim. I do too. I think I, there's a chance. They make a there's playoff a push. Yeah. I don't think Jimmy Butler has a shot that he stays in Philly. If they make the, I think he's out. Yeah. Definitely. Do you think there's a shot he stays in yeah. Philly? Okay. No. So maybe that. I don't uh, think well, Jimmy uh, Butler has a chance. Okay, I don't, that's I don't fine. Think he's staying in Philly. And I'm saying I, I think he wants out of there too. I think it, but I think it's been proven that possibly a team will take a chance at one of these guys. But it has to be a good team, a team that's going to win. The only way Kawhi Leonard is going to stay in Toronto yeah. is if they if they make it to the And to Philly's the winning, and Toronto's winning, and Oklahoma City was winning with Paul George. So, yes, it definitely is going to take a team like that to step up. Like, yeah. But maybe some teams got to just jump out there and be like, yo, let's do it, and then maybe we can convince them to stay. Yeah, you never What if he goes to Oklahoma City? Anthony Oof. Davis in Oklahoma City with Paul George and Westbrook. That'd be crazy. Right, I'm not even gonna say Boston because that's not an option because they can't have two guys. Well, they already who, s- they can't have Kyrie there too. You see what the contracts. AD's dad said that he yeah, would never yes, let his son to play in Boston right. after what so, they did to Isaiah Thomas. Right, so he's out. Boston's out too. Cool, not your decision though. Who else True. do you think? Who else do you think should take a shot just for the year? See what happens. Who's right there that maybe they win it all if they add him? Toronto, Milwaukee. Think about the teams that are on top. Denver, Houston. But they, but they he, would have to be giving up pieces to get him. I get that. Key pieces. I get that, but they're so who, adding they're adding a they're adding yeah. one of the best players in the but NBA. Some, but sometimes that doesn't that, that doesn't make a team better. You know, a team plays. You don't well think to, adding Anthony Davis to the Toronto Raptors makes them better? Depending on who they have to yeah. give up. That's depending what I'm saying. Who, yeah, depending on who they have to get up. We give up. Because some I mean, teams, obviously, just Anthony Davis isn't going to win you championships because the Pelicans stink, and he's on the Pelicans. No, I know that, but what if he goes to Toronto and plays with Kawhi Leonard, and then the who they're going to have to? It's going to be like it, it, Listen, it would the, be like two guys, maybe two starters in a draft pick. But that's not, that's not what the what the what if they do that? just offered the Pelicans that they didn't even reply to. I think it's going to it's going to be one of the best offers. They, Rich, they, they offered receive. them. They offered them Kuzma. And ball. Okay, no, no other. That's team? what they offered. Them. No, no other team. And teams a first round. You think Kuzma pick. and ball? Yeah, but you You're don't know where that, that pick is going to be. But it's be. still a first round pick. I get it. I get it. But it's not. You ve- don't know where anybody's at. first round pick is going to be besides like these terrible teams. Well, and they, I, and they, well no, and they, of course not. You but don't I know, know who's Toronto's Pelicans, first round pick is going to be. They want young. No, guys but I know it's not going to be anywhere in the top twenty. Toronto's. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, not good. The Lakers might be out of the top twenty-two. They might be at the top 15. So the same boat. Give, That's what all right. It's not the same you're boat asking, as other teams that maybe are Toronto. Stuff. You're talking about Toronto. Yeah. No, right. So Toronto, who are the players yeah. in a first-round pick? But maybe, no, maybe, who would Toronto give? give I don't know. I'd have guys. to look at their roster. Okay. look at their roster, no, which no, I could do. No one young on that Toronto team is what the Pel- The Pelicans want two young guys. All right, so young give guys. me a dang team. There is I'm none. Asking, you don't think anyone in the NBA can make a move? The Celtics are the only ones that have young athletic players that are Okay, the Celtics are out. And Celtics are out. That's the only thing. That's the only team I think that has young athletic players. Okay, what about if Milwaukee gives up I mean, Middleton? The Sixers could do something crazy, right? They yeah. could offer the like Sixers Butler could. and Ben Simmons for AD if they yeah. really want to shake things up over there. Well, listen, but why would they wouldn't play Embiid and him? Maybe. Yeah, I don't I know. I mean, that's crazy. But so maybe you can get Ben Simmons that. and your first round pick. 
Ben Simmons and Reddick in a first round pick. Ben Simmons and Mar- or, or, and Markel Fultz. I think Kuzma's both of those non shooting fools over there in New Orleans. I think Kuzma's better than Ben Simmons. What'd you say? I think Kuzma's better than Ben Simmons. No, you're crazy. You're absolutely out of your mind. Well, they're, listen, they're not even I close. Think th- I think that's a, I think that's a decent argument. I think though, Kuzma Rich. can be better. Yes, but at this right, point right now, I agree. That's what I that statement. I agree with that. I'm gonna I'm gonna revert that to what Frankie just said. I think Kuzma is gonna be a in the long run is gonna be a better player than Ben Simmons. I'm trying to think of who else. Would it, I don't what, think there is a team. The, the, the what, about Por- what about Portland? Who, who's Portland going to give up? Give me um, two young guys that that that, that are going to be worthy enough for the Pelicans. CJ McCollum. Keep Damian Lillard. Right? You got to keep Damian Lillard and the core both guys there. CJ McCollum. And I don't know. I don't even know who plays, who else plays there. There, there, there's, there's nothing. There's no other teams that have. Players that they could give up and add AD and and, and, and do well. Right. The only teams that have young athletic guys are the are the Sixers, the Celtics, and the Lakers. What Maybe. about Houston? That's who who would saying, Houston yeah. give up? PJ Tucker, Eric Gordon, Capella. Go Capella. back to the Pelicans. Capella's a really good young piece. Ah, uh, no, no, I don't think okay, so. Okay, well, what do you think the Pelicans want? What do they want? I, question, I know what they right? want. What do they want? They want Ball, Kuzma, Ingram, Ingram and a first-round first pick. I agree exactly with Frank. Or they're going to wait until next year, let Kyrie's contract get figured out, and do a deal with the Celtics. I but he doesn't want to go to I don't think he's AD, not going to go to Boston. Well, here's the thing. NAD said he doesn't necessarily want to go there either because he don't know if Kyrie's going to stay. If you trade him, it doesn't matter. Right. Right. That's Doesn't matter okay. for the Pelicans. So then you're, that's, you're just answering the question then, right? Like what team would make them move for? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe the Celtics, Sixers, and Lakers, I think, are the only teams that can make a move to the Pelicans that are worth it for them. And I keep on going back to that because they have the young players mm-hmm. that that are interesting for. What about Golden State? What if they send Clay Thompson and Boogie, <laughs> and, and, Boogie mean, and Boogie Cousins? Boogie back to the Pelicans, or they just cut two year last year? No, nah. Clay, Tom- the, the Clay Thompson, are cool, by Clay the way. Thompson, listen, and, and, listen. and Green. <laughs> T- yo, Clay Thompson nah. and Green, and then you got this. No, you wouldn't do that. Hold on, yo. I was gonna change it. I, I said no, just because I was jumping the guns. And then, no. and, and then you, you get you send Clay Thompson and you send Green out to New Orleans, and you get AD Durant, Curry, Boogie, Durant, Boogie, and AD. I'm gonna say something now, and I, Yee, I just want Yee. you to do it and not. Come at me hard. All the way turned up. Because my my friend at work told this to me, and I'm going to try it. Okay. He said that Draymond Green controls the pace of the Warriors' offense, and he's one of the key people for that offense. I disagree. He opens up everything on that offense. That's what he said. Did he I, hit I his disagree. head that night at work? I disagree. I disagree. Did he hit it on like, the furnace or something? I just want you to watch a Warriors game. I do. I have. And watch how he sets up the offense. Yo, let me tell you something. I've watched Warriors games just recently. I've been watching way more basketball. The Warriors, the argument with me and them, and I feel like we talked about once before on this podcast, was they don't have – they're not as deep. That was that was the, the, the beat, the, you know, the, the notch on them this year. But from what I'm watching – they got young but in spe- experienced guys on this team 
who fill in and do their job great. And Iguodala's off the bench is ridiculous. Right. And now they could use Cousins and off Covington, the bench. I think yeah. his name is. What's his name? Covington. The other point guard that I don't, comes in. To be honest well, with you, I, I I would love to find the roster. He's really but good. They have a really good team. Yeah, really How good. They, so yeah, of that's course. That's so stupid uh, to say because everybody in America. Yeah, knows everyone that. knows but, that. What? That the, that the Golden State Warriors have a really good team. No, but, no, what but how they're whoa, playing yeah, right, right, right now is like the best I've ever yeah, yeah. seen them. That's what I'm saying. So the knack was on them no bench. It's not as deep anymore. But what I'm saying is like when you watch the game, those guys are good though. And they do their job. Oh, yeah. So they're just as good as they've always been. I never, I personally you know, never thought. I don't know thought, what's in it. When I'm saying they're really good, I'm just saying it's no, like, But here's Lord. the thing. Me, I, and, and I said this in the past. I said it, I, I, I remember last year going into the NBA Finals. I always talked about the Golden State Warriors bench. I thought they have a good bench. Iguodala, this other, I forget his last name, the, the other point guard behind Steph Curry. The one that comes in, he plays really well. He's a good point guard. But the, uh, last year they had Nick Young, you know, like they always had this, these 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 guys on the bench that could come in and just, you know, take take over and put up points when they need them to. Right. You know, I, I always thought the Golden State Warriors was a good all around team. And I think that their bench is what helps them win sometimes in the postseason. That was their knack on them, though, this year, though. All the I, experts. I don't believe that's that. What they, that's what they were saying. But I disagree. I think they're really good. I don't I don't agree with the homeboy at work because he the way he describes him is like how I would have described Scottie Pippen if someone would have said that about the Bulls back in the day. I, I would have said that you may have an argument for that. But Draymond— Because you're thinking of with the ball. But he's I'm thinking talking the same about guy in the same position— as Draymond is with the ball. Yeah, Scotty used to bring the ball up. Scotty used to. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Draymond does it without the ball. No, I, I don't think so. I Setting just think up pick and rolls. He, yeah, dictating I, the pace. I mean, I, he does a lot for that team. He's yeah. not going to put up crazy numbers, no. but he's an important piece of that team. I think he's an important piece of the team. But I'd send him packing, and I'd send Clay packing, <laughs> and I'd tell AD, "Welcome, let's do it." He ain't leaving. He ain't leaving. And Clay might leave anyway. And who cares what Draymond does? He took you the think, shot on AD. You That's think, the move. But you think... Everyone would hate the Warriors. Then I would agree right. that everyone would hate the Warriors. Give me the starting five if that happens. Curry? Who plays the two right now? Clay? So they have to fill somebody else in there. We'd have to look who that is, okay? Curry? Whoever. Me. <laughs> Durant? Cousins? AD? Oh you have God. you have AD Boogie and Durant all in the I mean yeah. Durant Curry now you're down changing the court. their whole offense right, right. They're, they're not the Boogie's same. a four Boogie could play the no, four no, no, but I'm saying that's not how the Warriors play offense yeah but they those guys those guys are not typical big men no 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 those guys could play the same yes they obviously don't spread don't shoot as many threes and they don't get as many paint point uh, not they're many not paint as points. fast up and Ma- down the court either they don't need to be. No, but it does change the the whole flow of the the team. But not in a bad way. No, maybe not. They adjust and they maybe, play maybe just not, as but, good. But what they're doing now is working. I think they'd be better. Better? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they'd be better. Adding AD right. is better than having Clay and Draymond. We could talk about this what if, what if, what if stuff. Right. Let's let's talk about something that I hate the what ifs with football, but I don't hate them with <laughs> basketball. You only hate the what ifs when it goes against your point. Yes. No, if I it don't. goes with your I point, just, you love the, the what ifs. Basketball is appropriate for me. But uh, Carmelo, what's going on with him? He goes to the Bulls. The Bulls wave him. Where do you think he's going to go? The boot. I have no idea. But he wants to play somewhere. That ovation they gave him in New York gave me chills. 
I no, got real chili. No shot he goes back to New York. No, 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 no. You no, think he goes no. to L.A., plays with uh, Melo? I think I mean, uh, Melo. LeBron. Melo. LeBron. Maybe that's the thought. Give all those guys but up. here's the thing. And sign, and sign Melo. What did like I they'll giving, Throw Ingram I in there. I think that goes against what the Lakers wanted to do when they got LeBron, though. Right? Was build up young players around him so LeBron doesn't have to do everything anymore? Wasn't that mm. the whole point of him going to L.A.? Wherever Melo goes, he's yeah, coming off so. the bench. What I said that in the beginning of the year with the Rockets, and that's why it didn't work. I said he's 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 a guy that's supposed to be coming off the bench at this point. You want to throw your stat out and, there? And you <laughs> were the you're the one that's saying that. Oh no, he's still a guy that's supposed to. He's a starter. He's a starter. He's not a starter anymore. He didn't get the opportunities in Houston. He's not a starter. He'd be a starter anywhere he goes, anywhere he goes except L.A. And Golden State well, how And Houston is, How is he not a starter And on Oklahoma the City <laughs> How is he not a starter On the Bulls Because he not, doesn't want to go he, there Why did uh, Atlanta get, get rid of him right away the, Why are the Bulls Getting rid of Renner right away No one of those teams Want him to play there That's all that is They don't want to play with They don't want to deal with him They don't want to deal with him But he's a starter On those teams there Ain't nobody on those teams Starting over Carmelo He's not a starter Who's starting over Him on the Bulls Everything, exactly. Every, Nobody. Every Nobody. player that's There's on there no, right now, they don't even want him. No, they ain't Dude, winning. Melo's not the They don't want him because they cost, he costs money. Listen. He costs money. No, he doesn't a, cost money. The, the Hawks he's on the veterans minimum. It d- yes. He, he, that, 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 he, no. What do you mean no? The he's Hawks, on, the, he's the on Hawks the veterans still pay minimum. him Whoever the t- money, and he's on the veteran minimum. You, he'd, be a pl- he'd be a starter anywhere went but four teams. Oh, okay. Four teams out of the West. No. I don't he'd think be a starter in Milwaukee. Him, Guess what? I don't think he's the same player yes. he was. Okay, and that's I think fine. He's no that. one wants him. Okay. You're making him seem like he's this. I'm not. I'm making him seem like he's all oh, whatever, but you're making him seem like he's a starter. If the dude's a starter, he would be on a team right now playing. I but disagree. he's not. I disagree. He's coming off a bench no matter where he goes. Would he be a starter in Brooklyn? No. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they have him win and I have a winning record, bro. Maybe. Would he be a starter in <laughs> Chicago? They don't have a winning record. These teams don't have winning records. They have nothing to lose. Listen. He'd be a starter on the Knicks. I just want, uh, they won four friggin' games. Why? <laughs> Cleveland won four games. Why is he not? He'd be a starter on a in Cleveland. Team. Why is he not on a team? Because he gets a bad rap. And maybe it's legit. Why? Maybe it's legit because the rap. He, I got no problem with that. But because the question has, is would he be a starter? Yes. Because he has on every your, team before. Your little talk right now that goes through his head too, and he thinks he's a good player. He thinks he's a he starter. He's a good player. And he won't let himself no, he, commit to the fact the that he is, should come off the bench. The problem is he he thought he was a starter for a good team. He's not a good starter. He's not a starter for a good team. He's a starter, though. He could he could start on other teams is what I answered you with. That's what I was saying. Maybe he goes to the Warriors, plays off the bench. <laughs> he could do that, yeah. He'd probably make that team worse. But. Well, if he goes to L.A., it's him, LeBron, and A.D., and whoever else, he, he, and nobody, he's you might have starting. to be the point guard. So I'm saying you gotta get somebody. Keep Beasley. They don't want Beasley. <laughs> no, nobody wants Beasley <laughs> or Carmelo. Definitely not. How much? How much time we got yapping over here? We're at an hour. Episode 44 of Pistol Pete. Episode. Tuning in after the Super Bowl: Patriots versus the Rams. Patriots won. Tom Brady six in a row. Do this, you think? LeBron James is the softest athlete of all time. I just want to say this also. I maybe sound a little fired up this episode, <laughs> but it's just because these these topics are sensitive. I didn't know I was going to get this sensitive. Do I think LeBron is the softest player in the NBA? No, I, no, of all time. Oh, of across all, time. all, I think sports. James Harden is the softest player of all time. But, but let me ask you a question. LeBron doesn't get ha- hurt often, right? Which is a good 
which is a good quality. Yeah. But when he does, it takes him significantly longer to come back from those injuries than anybody else that would have had them. Do you agree or disagree? I don't I don't know. I don't know. I have a Rich, you want to answer this question? Because I have a question on. about He's LeBron, been out too. for two months. I think it's more sev- sore toe. No, no, it's his no, groin. It's groin. I think it, that's way more. That's I think that's why I think this question is different. This goes this question. How does LeBron's game, where does his game go? Like, what's the evolution of his game as he gets older? Because he's not going to be able to rely on explosiveness anymore. Mike and Kobe, their game evolved Effortlessly. Well, I think totally. it's how he deals with injuries because he's going to start getting. Well, maybe why those injuries are coming. sore the older he gets, right? And how is he going to deal with that? Well, because his game is built on what? Explosiveness, he's right? He's not tough. Mentally. Maybe. Whatever he's it is. Not. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. He I gets, don't know. He gets a cramp. He's out of a game. <laughs> <laughs> he's out completely. Rich, where, where, where is that? Where's that? what's the evolution of his game now? What does he do? Well, he mentioned it when he went to the Lakers, and he mentioned where he wants to start. How how he wants to start playing about not being the guy coming down the court setting up the play. He's got to put himself he, in the in the paint. Right. He wants to play in the paint. Mm-hmm. He wants to have those 15, 12 foot shots. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what he needs to start doing. Yeah. He needs to start going to what he said he wanted to do <clears throat> when he went to Lake. Can't though, because he has nobody yes. around him that could do what he, what they need to do in order for him yes. to be in the box. Yep, exactly. And so, in the paint and figuring out more and playing off the ball. But that's where he He's has to be the to man. Go. That's what he has but to But he start knew doing. that. He knew that going to LA that he was going to have to be the man. His body is going to have to be pushed and it, and as he gets older there's higher potential for injury. But they he thought that they were going to build around him, which they're trying to do. Yeah, which they're trying to do. There's something's going to happen before the trade deadline. You don't offer those guys up. Those guys are on the block. Those guys are up oh, for yeah. sale. That's obvious. Whoever's in the market, holla at us. <clears throat> they can even just they can even dump some dump some of those guys to get ready for next year and just say, LeBron, buckle in. We're going to take a couple L's here. We'll limit your minutes. We'll be out of the playoffs. Mike will be wrong, saying you're going to finish in the top six and then the top three. And uh, then next year we'll get a max guy for you. Try not to get a cold or stub your toe on nothing. <laughs> no agua tonight. I need a little agua in the system. Yo, I had Chick Fil A this weekend. Nice. Banging. I had a, I had a, Yo, I can't a bad think weekend eating. Yeah, I can't think of anything, any, any type of food right now. <laughs> I'm hurting over here. <laughs> if you guys haven't noticed, I haven't been talking. Yeah, I watched the fights this weekend, man. There were some good fights. Oscar uh, Valdez won. Um, Jose Aldo, Aldo won. I won a lot Marlon, of money on that fight. Nice. Marlon Morales won. Um, this dude Tafaro Lopez. I'm sorry, I pronounced his name totally wrong. He was on the undercard of the Kovalov. Who won? He was on the undercard of that fight, the one before I believe Kovalov fought. Um, that was really good. He's up and coming, twenty one years old. I'm not sure. Most Super Bowl titles of all time. Man, I wish I could have seen that that there. Who has the most? Patriots? No, they're tied with the, the Steelers. 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 And then who's in there? San Francisco, San Francisco and Dallas, Dallas and Yep. Green Bay. Okay. Um Yeah, good fights this weekend. Um good up and coming guys. Marlon Morales looked good. Called out T.J. Dillashaw. Interesting. I think that'll be a good fight. Well, he Very said that he doesn't. T.J. doesn't deserve to fight. Yeah, he's he, he's a fool. He's a fool for that. I will tell you right now, <laughs> he's a fool for that. And he'll pay for that. Um, good fights coming up in this year. They just did the press press conference, the UFC, the big press conference for um, that card coming up. 
That's going to be John Jones and uh, Smith, um, Kareem Usma and Woodley, Cody Garbrandt's on that. Um, Lawler's still on there? He's yeah, fighting Law- someone. Lawler versus Ben Askren. Yep, Askren, that's it. Um, so that's going to come up. But, yo, I watched the Jose Aldo fight. Man, he didn't look great. He was just swinging for the fences. Like, they were wild punches, you know? You see Max Holloway uh, give him... Give a shout out to him. What did he say? He want to fight for the third time? No, no, he just no, said, no, he just said a legend. You know, yeah. oh, happy yeah. to see you win. But Jose Aldo, an underdog in Brazil, I'll take that money anytime. That's what Thanks, it was. DraftKings. That's yeah. silly, right? Who the heck is the guy he fought? Who is that guy? He's an up and comer guy. Yeah, young talking guy. about not Aldo in Brazil, he's, not in all. He ain't beating all. I think he's Brazilian also, but it don't matter. Jose, yeah. the only time Jose ever lost in Brazil was to. Max Holloway, Max right? Max Holloway, yeah. Uh, Aldo also announced that this is his last year in the UFC. He's going to retire at the end of this year. Mm-hmm. Amanda Nunes also said... Not much more. She's going to fight Holly, and then that's it. Yeah, I don't believe that. That's what a lot of these guys say. I'm going to do that, then I'm going to quit. Tell yeah. the truth. Nothing but the truth. You ain't telling the truth. You're telling nothing but the truth. <laughs> everything, everything but the truth, I mean. What let's, you got? Let's backtrack a little bit. All right. Your stats always prove me wrong. Do they? I don't know why. Well, I, Because you talk out of your butt, you no. booty chatter. Well, listen, I I, I kind of said that. All the way <laughs> turned up. Tom Brady right. is fourth overall in, in passing, passing yards. Yeah. Yes. He's only 4,000 yards behind Drew Brees. Mm-hmm. Drew Brees right now has 74,000 passing yards. Tom Brady has 70. How many seasons? That doesn't say. Oh, that's Passing important. touchdowns. Number one, Peyton Manning with 539. Second, Drew Brees, 520. Brady. Third, 519. 517. 517. Yeah, but now, pay, now Tom Brady has more seasons than Peyton Manning. Doesn't matter. I'm just I mean, saying. It doesn't matter. Tom, it's more durable. That's what it I, means. I made a comment that Tom what? Brady wasn't crazy with stats. Tom Brady didn't have like a like crazy stats like Drew. You Brees. didn't think he was in the top of all those stats? He's been playing for 75 years. I just I'm, I'm just clearing up what I said and I looked it up. Let the listeners know the truth. True. Whole truth. Anyway, no, truth. Let's <laughs> let's get back to the NFL. He's probably playing the same amount of years as Drew Brees, right? Who? Brady? Right around. Probably more. Definitely more. Not many. Not many more. All right. I'll look it up. Rich is going to say something. Get it, Rich. But uh, let's, let's keep it with the NFL. Uh, the Eagles announced this week that they're planning on franchise tagging uh, Nick Foles. To trade him. Is it, was that the? Yeah. Okay. That was the exact quote. They're going to tr- franchise tag him to trade him? What's the point of that? Yeah. Well, h- how does that work? Cause well, you don't lose him for nothing. If you pay him the 20 he could still be a free agent if he gives two of the million back. If you franchise tag him for $25 million, then you could trade him to a team and get an asset for him instead of letting him go for nothing. Okay. So that's why they're going to franchise tag him. Okay, I saw the alert that came through earlier this week that they were going to do that. And I why was can't like, oh, they just sign him for a year? Because he could not sign with them. He's, oh, a free, okay. he's a free agent. Oh, so they don't franchise use, tag him. They're going to use agent. the franchise tag on him to then trade him. Yeah. Okay. Uh, also, I believe I don't know what night it was, but they 
they they had the they released all the the award winners. Offense right. rookie of the year Saquon Barkley. You guys agree with that? Yep. Yeah, I think Baker Mayfield's right there. He's not, that's the only guy that could have beat him. Yeah, I agree. So I, got, I, think, I got no problem with that. I think though. Saquon Barkley deserved it. Defense rookie of the year, the obvious, Darius Leonard. Led the league in tackles as a rookie. Mm. Unbelievable linebacker for the Colts. I mean, that was a no-brainer. Offensive player of the year, Patrick Mahomes. Yo, dog, I said I said the, the Steelers, and you said no. You said Heinz Ward. Oh, yeah, I did say Heinz Ward. Here's your the answer, other guy. by the way, Santonio Holmes. <laughs> that was the last guy. Damn, I wasn't asked that question I was, after I this. was one off, though. But those are, those are the only wide receiver super, uh, MVPs. Mm-hmm. I think there's only seven or eight of them there was. So, offensive player of the year was Patrick Mahomes. I, that's the only one I don't agree with. Offensive I'll tell player you of the why. year? Keep going, and I'll tell you why. All right. Offensive player of the year, Patrick Mahomes. Defensive player of the year, Aaron Donald. Yo, 18 years, Drew Brees, 19 years, Brady. Okay. And Drew Brees has more of those stats than Tom Brady. And he has one more, one less year. Right. Okay. If my counting is correct, but it's only one less year, and that's not a significant amount. And no, but Tom Brady doesn't have more than Drew Brees. Yeah, but Drew Tom Brees has more than Tom. But Brady. Tom Brady played behind Drew Brees, uh, Drew Bledsoe first, his first f- two years. You didn't take year. that into consideration. No, did Drew? Brees I just counted the play behind somebody you know, his first couple of years. No, he you wasn't know. even on the Saints, right? He was he on was like Chargers. You know what I realized when Ridiculous. I re-listened to our our episodes? What? That when I'm going through a list of something, yeah, this is y'all a weird two, episode. Y'all two just jump in the middle yeah, we and start talking about, about something we told else. That. But I had to come back to that, which we talked about doing, is finishing something that we say okay, we're going to do. So we, we, you should let me finish okay, yeah. my right. thing. Go ahead. What we really want to say is no one cares about your list. All right. All right. Uh, no, we'll I go do. Over. Go ahead. I want to hear it. Quickly. Come on. Shoot it out the, there. I said, Offensive Player of the Year. Patrick yeah, yeah. Mahomes. I heard you. I heard you. Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, definitely. Defensive Player of the Year. Aaron Donald. Rookie of the year, Leonard. Oh, we already did those. You already and, did and, those yeah, dog. offensive year. See what I mean? You don't pay attention. What am I doing over here? I do. We did back, pay attention. I'm telling you back to you. Andrew Luck, <laughs> we already did this. Coach of the year. Um, Coach of the year. Coach Matt Nagy. Matt Nagy. Yeah. For nice. the Bears. Nice. I told okay. you this. MVP. Should have been Patrick Mahomes. Okay. Can I and tell you why now? All right, yeah. Tell me why. Sean McVay should have won Coach of the year. No. Not over Nagy. Yeah, I think so. Um, better team, better record. You disagree with any of those? Yeah, yeah but coach Nagy's first year. You gotta take that into consideration, right? That's fine. He tur- he kind of turned that organization around. That's neither here nor there. I don't think Patrick Mahomes should have won Offensive Player of the Year because if you give him MVP, you obviously he plays offense. He's the best offensive player, also. So I, I don't think he needs that trophy also. I think you give that opportunity to somebody else. This way more people get awards. Like who? Drew Brees. Yeah, somebody else that had a great offensive year. You already know he's the best offensive player if you gave him MVP. No? I think you give it to the next guy Yeah. who was really good, who lost, just lost the MVP race. Yeah. Drew Brees. Drew Brees. Like Saquon Barkley. I like that argument. Someone. That's I good. got the problem with that. Yeah, don't give the MVP. You already know. The offensive player of the year. Patrick Mahomes, I mean, is ju- he, he equally deserves both, though. Just don't yes. have a just don't As have that. As does yeah. anybody that wins MVP. Right. But and, he had, and plays offense. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had, like, his year was exceptionally ridiculous. 
Yes, he absolutely deserves MVP. 50 touchdowns and 5,000 yards is no one's better on offense. So Breeze is the only guy you can have. It's a stupid award, Offensive Player of the Year. I don't Definitely. like it. I don't like it at all. It should Offensive Player of the Year should be everybody but quarterback. Yeah. So agreed. you should have to give it to a running back, because, wide receiver. Because like tight we end. talked about in other episodes, the other guys don't get love in the MVP race. Right, Rich? I agree. All right. What else we got? Anything else on the agenda? Yeah. There's only one last thing, and I want to know if you it? did your homework. If I did my homework? If you did your homework. Then there's two last things I have, if you're talking so about I'm that. The, am I the only guy who had homework? Well, you, I, 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 I kind of asked you to have a list prepared. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got All a, right. I got so a decent list here. We're good. I don't know if I have but, the 16 yet, though. I need. We still well, need to narrow it down. Trying to, let's try to get 16 guys. So we're talking about this... Uh, one-on-one tournament thing we're going to be doing. Uh, we're going to pick 16 guys. I want to do it on this episode. Let's try and narrow it Dang. down to the 16 players. Yeah. And then this week, we'll pick out of the hat mm-hmm. the matchups. And we'll, we'll we'll do a little video clip of that. We'll post it on Instagram so you guys don't think we're sending up these games or whatever. And then every day or every other day, I'm going to post the matchup of that day. And it's going to be a one-on-one matchup between NBA greats. So you could have a matchup like Allen Iverson versus uh, Scottie Pippen if he's in. I'm just trying to name two players. Or Michael Jordan versus Shaq, you know? And we're going to let the audience, we're going to let you guys vote on our Facebook page. I'm going to set up a little poll. So It's a one-on-one game. That's the thing to make sure it's a yes, one. These guys are playing one-on-one. It's not their stats. Yes. Who has better stats or whatever, who has better win. It's who would win on the one-on-one game. Yeah. We want to know, in Built your opinion, on the attributes these players in their hold. prime playing a one-on-one game, who do you think would win? Before you start a list, right. I want to have a debate between us real quick. Mm-hmm. We're doing NBA greats, so I want to do a college one right now. Mm. I, I talked to you the other day about it. Who would win, Frank? One-on-one matchup, LSU, Shaquille O'Neal versus Duke, Zion Williamson. Who would win in a one-on-one matchup? Shaq. This is college, you said? College, LSU, Shaq versus Duke, Zion Zion Williamson. I said Zion because Zion, if he gets the ball at the top of the key, it's a one-on-one game. He could shoot the jumper if Shaq gives him space. He can go around Shaq and score better. If Shaq backs him down and gets the ball, like continues to do that all game, it could be tough, but I said what can happen is that Shaq could do make it. Zion could block a shot. That's how high Zion could jump, and Zion's still powerful too. I think Zion's body type allows him to beat Shaq in that game. He pulls him out. He shoots enough jump shots, gets enough layups to win the game. I think it's a close game, but I think Zion wins. Uh, that would be a matchup I would love to see. That'd be my vote. But uh, I'm gonna go with you, Mike. Same reasons. I mm. just think Zion would be able to get a shot off. You know. Uh, Shaq was just known for backing you down, getting that dunk. He was never a good shooter. Shaq LSU was skinnier. Yeah, he was m- more able to move around. But he he never really had a good shot. Yeah, no, I'm not saying no, Zion no. had never, a great not, shot. Never either. had really had a good shot. Yeah. Never had a shot. Yeah, and never Zion Zion could shake him and get around him. Yeah, so that's why I would give the edge to Zion. Uh-huh. But this is where you know this is I just want our fans to listen, like you know. Have this little debate with yourself. Like, who do you think will win a matchup mm-hmm. based off of those things? Mm-hmm. And that's how we want you guys yes. to vote and, and, pick, and pick a winner. All right, so I got a question here. Do, are we okay with 
like the old timers in there. Yeah, I mean, I tried. This is what I tried to do. I tried to talk to as many people as possible about this and get a consensus. Okay, so MJ is in, Kobe is in, LeBron is in, uh, Iverson yeah. is in, Iverson. Everyone says those guys. So how many is that so far? Four. Four. So just keep it track. So that um, Magic is a consensus. Bird is a consensus. I think you have to put them in. Right. So then it gets then it gets a little fishy. So you, we okay? got six. Shaq. Shaq is a consensus. Shaq has to be in. Okay, so how many we got? Seven? Seven. All right. We got to get to 16. So we're doing okay right now. But this is where it gets where, like, I ask I ask some people who are new school, and they give me a lot of new school guys. I ask some people who are in the middle who like, you know, like the old-time basketball and still follow it. They give me both. So uh, this is what I've gotten, and we could we could talk this out. Curry. Yeah. I think he should be in there. Durant. Because I think he's going to be a NBA all-time great. Okay, I when agree he's done with, with his career. I agree with that, and I agree with you. Durant in, I agree. I, Durant. The same way in Durant, he's going to go down as an all-time great? Yes. So you got to put him in, right? I put him in. So there's nine. Okay, there's nine. Now we get into guys like James Harden. I don't like it. Greatest scorer of all time he could possibly be. Let's hold off for right now. Kyrie Irving. For and me, he gets in. For me, Kyrie is a top three player in the NBA right now. And I think his game transcends into any year you think about basketball. He'd be just as good of a player as he is in the era that he plays right now. He could play in any era, Kyrie. So to me, Kyrie's in. Russell Westbrook. Okay, is Kyrie in? Yeah. Okay. Put him in. That's 10. Okay. Russell Westbrook. Now, this is where Russell Westbrook, Harden, Reggie Miller, Charles Barkley. Dirk Nowinski, Tim Duncan. That's where these guys got. I coming think in. Tim Duncan should be in. Tim Duncan, yeah. Okay, I, I would put them. That's Duncan. eleven. That's who, eleven. Will Chamberlain. I mean, I feel like you have to put him in. Put Wilton with the. <laughs> Bill Russell, Oscar championship. Oscar Robinson. <laughs> Bill Russell was a really. Good player, and this is come from someone who's never seen Bill Russell play. But this would be this would be my breakdown on Bill Russell is a really good player that played on a really good team, but individually, though he has a hundred and ten championships, I don't <laughs> think he's like on the level of like these guy these other guys. You don't think Paul Pierce should carry the team? Will Chamberlain has to be on it. The man averaged 50 points for 160. Will Chamberlain. Games. Will Chamberlain, I agree. Bill Russell is the one I'm wrestling with, right? That's what I was yeah, just yeah. talking about. Will Chamberlain in? Will Chamberlain in. All right, how many is that? 11. No, that's 12. 12. Dirk Nowinski. No. I, th- I feel like, w- what about Isaiah Thomas from the Detroit Pistons? I feel like he should be on this list. <sighs> Scottie Pippen? No. Kawhi no? Leonard. We're talking about the best 16 basketball players of all time. Kawhi Leonard. No. no. Okay. Uh, Anthony Davis. No. no. Think about Anthony Davis over his career. What's What he's going to transcend into. You don't think all he's going to be one of the best centers ever? Right now. Yeah, but I'm, that's where I was my argument about Kyrie. But right now, Kyrie's great. AD's great right now. Ugh. <laughs> He's a top player in the NBA. Yeah. Top five player in the NBA right now. Not top five. You don't think so? No. No. Who's top five? LeBron, KD, Steph, Kyrie, Giannis. I mean, I could Gian- keep- AD's better than Giannis. No. Yes. 
100%. 100% to me. You're the only one in America that thinks that. There's no way. Yeah. Any Davis is one of the best players in the NBA. What about, he can what, do everything. What about Paul Pierce? He can shoot better than Giannis. I just said that, yeah. Paul Pierce, I think, should be in there. Paul Pierce in his prime with the Celtics. Unbelievable. Paul Ray Pierce, Allen in his Paul prime. Paul Pierce is a better imagine player than... Imagine Ray Allen in his prime versus Steph Curry if we get that matchup. Who you going with? That game would be over in seconds. So What game? Ray Allen versus Steph Curry. It would uh, be whoever got the ball first. <laughs> You know, these are matchups. James, Hard- James Harden, you don't think, is as good as Paul Pierce? No. Career? The career they're going to have? No. The, like what they're doing for their teams? James Harden has how many 30-point games? Let's see if he can keep it up Paul for Pierce as long as Paul Pierce did, though. Yeah. He's been playing pretty good over his career, James okay, Harden. Okay, so put Harden and Paul Pierce But just the, first, the last couple of years, he's been top M- in the NBA. The first half of his career, he wasn't. But okay. if you look at this Where list, we at? we're saying we all the now? best NFL, I mean, best NBA players yeah. are in the last 10, 15 years of the NBA. No. Are we a little biased to... Yeah, we are biased, though, but that's just how the that's just how it's got to roll. And we got to put that sensor on there. Like, yeah, we're, just, we're, we're only really judging on what we've heard, what we've seen, There's some stats here and there. We got a bunch of there. people. We got Magic, we yeah. got Mike, Patrick we got... How many guys we got? Well, well Patrick Ewing. No. Wait a second. I'm just, Stop I'm just, for one second. How many guys do we got before we ramble on here? <laughs> if you add Paul Pierce, we got 13. And if you add Harden? 14. 14. Do you remember all these guys? No one wrote no. these down. I'd like to kill both of you two because these people, uh, we got to listen to this then then write them down. So mm-hmm. we're at 14. We need two more? Yeah. Carmelo. Tracy McGrady. Tracy McGrady. Oh, Not man. Carmelo. Hakeem Olajuwon? One of the best centers ever. He has like three championships, ton of stats, unbelievable turnaround, unbelievable jump shot, unbelievable rebounder. He's not better than Shaq. Huh. There's people who would argue. Is there? Yeah. The skill level of Hakeem Olajuwon is ridiculous. He's like a point guard in the center's body. I ain't feeling it. They are all the way turned up in the, in the Patriots locker room. How big is that boom box? I didn't Huge. even know they made those. Anyway. All right, so let's get two more. So we, we got to get two more. Two more. Tracy McGrady, Vince Carter. Okay, I'll give Vince Carter. In his prime, got good jump from out of, out of, out of yeah, the Yeah, I'll give Vince Kevin Carter. Kevin Garnett in his prime. I'm okay with Kevin Garnett. Kevin I'm okay Garnett. with Garnett and, and, Vince Carter. and Vince Carter winding it down. We left Harden off the list. We left Reggie Miller no, off the list. No, we didn't leave Harden Harden's, Harden's on? Yeah. Harden or Reggie Miller? We don't even have Ray Allen on there. But we got Steph. And he's Ray- the, Steph is the best three-point shooter of all time. Reggie Miller with the Pacers. All right, so we don't, we don't know who we got. We got to listen to Let's, the show again. Yeah. But we got well, 16. No. Here's the thing. We, we, we were just we'll kind of getting real names quick. out there. So we're we'll at, go back. We'll get the 16. 30. Oh, we got we to gotta chop it up here. We we'll got to get this the, done. We'll, we'll we'll post the sixteen players. Yeah. Once we settle, when once we figure it all out, I'll post it. Yeah. Let everyone know these are the sixteen players we're going with. Okay. Then we'll make the video. Okay. We'll pick out the hat, get the tournament going. Okay. And How do you feel? Yeah. Before we end this, mm-hmm. about Robert Kraft open mouth kissing Tom Brady. <laughs> I, hey, Listen, they love I think, each other. I think it was the angle <laughs> of the camera. It's love. 
I mean, he oh. replayed it three times. No, nah, and I took a still of it. They, 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 no, they I were talking. To, yeah, I need direct evidence of that. I, from what I've What's seen, more direct evidence <laughs> than you looking Listen, at it? If the call on the field is that they kissed, <laughs> and it's a challenge. And what was the call on the field? Because you were there. It, it's hard to turn over. Okay, they That's open mouth kissed at each other. If the call on the field is open kiss on the mouth, not only and was they, it a kiss on the mouth, but there was tongue. And they challenge. That's just what I'm saying. And they challenge. There's nothing to overturn that. So. Episode 44, Pistol Pete episode, one of the greatest players of all time. I think still the leading scorer in NCAA history. The man was unbelievable even before three-point line. He had plenty of shots over the three-point line. And we line. didn't put exist. him on our list. <laughs> didn't, and Pistol Pete, man. Maybe Pistol Pete gets on there. Maybe we take one or two guys off when this comes out. But it's going to pretty much stay with the list we did. We want y'all to vote, man. Help us out. Shout us out. Respect the chat podcast. Peace.